We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in this Wednesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parm, Neil McCready. Clark Ford Studio here with you today. I feel like every day we talk about Lane Kiffin and you freeze, but we will do a little bit of that today. We will uh, talk about a Rose Bowl game that is uh, is interesting a little bit as far as what's going on with college football. I had a buddy send that to me yesterday. I'm going to compliment somebody you're not expecting me to compliment here this morning. And we'll uh, hit a few other topics as well coming up on the show. A show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon and the Blue Sky here in Oxford. Lunch specials, you know about those things. Different day of the week, different special, but every single time you can get any size fountain drink, you get your uh, choice of bread and more there. So if you're coming in this weekend, headed out of town on trips, vacations, Christmas, all that kind of stuff, fill up, head to the convenience store, take advantage of their hot case, get some ribs for dinner, all those different options to you with Blue Sky and the Oxford Exxon. Again, coming to you from the Clark Ford Studio. We are, excuse me, Clark Ford's in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 is the number. Call it, ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes in business hours. It's right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote, the rest up to you. You can shop your quote around. You can do what I've done. What I recommend that you do, let's hop into a Clark Ford today. Great service, great product. Uh, They'll take great care of you at Clark Ford. They go... uh, I mean, it sounds cliche, but they go the extra mile all the time for people that are uh, customers. They want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy, and they'll prove to you what it means when you make the call, 662-257-1900. Guest will join on the uh, Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square is the perfect place for your Christmas party or gathering. They can accommodate parties of 10 to 500. Great food with the Cajun flair, holiday drinks. In a festive atmosphere, call Genie 601-842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. So, what you would have uh, you would have hit your bet on uh, on on Freeze crying yesterday. Got that? I saw at one point um, during the course of his his press conference. I have not watched the entire video, but I've read multiple stories. I've seen Twitter. I, I feel like I have a decent handle on. Uh, 
on what he did. Apparently, the opening statement was almost kind of a filibuster a little bit. Went for a long time with that and spelled out family. Um, hit all the – let me in all seriousness, hit all the Auburn tenants that you would hope that he hits if you're an Auburn Tiger. Crushed them. Um, I went over to the bunker last night, looked around at what they were doing, and already to this point they are very excited about the his his willingness – to do the things that they would like him to do as a, a leader of the Auburn family at this point. And I'm not even being facetious or funny. I'm being serious. Uh, what? It's true. I've been saying this for months. He's a perfect fit for them. It's all good. You saw it. It was right there. Like, literally, he walked up and he started talking. It's like, oh, my God, I was right. So right. He cried precisely when I thought he would cry. Oh, really? At the moment. When he started in, it went right away. I was like, yep. Talking about his family. Yep. I'm not making fun. It was genuine. Check boxes. <laughs> Check boxes. He, uh, he complimented Ole Miss and took a shot at Ole Miss during the course of the press conference yesterday. Um, just finding both of those quotes quickly. I had them up. Oh, I didn't see the compliment. Uh, yeah, he had a couple compliments. I mean, maybe it's not a compliment, but he at least said positive things about his time. Um, he said that Jimmy Sexton was helping him assemble a staff, which you'd hardly ever have a coach actually admit. I thought was interesting yesterday. It happens all the damn time, but it's not something. Jimmy Jimmy helps would, Wayne put his staff together. Yeah, I mean that's the, a, the whole Carter move from Arkansas to Ole Miss was a Jimmy Sexton thing deal. Jimmy didn't do it, but it was. Made easier by the fact that there was a puzzle that Jimmy represented both Lane and Sam. Yeah, um, his quote on Ole Miss uh, early on in the press conference: "I had a great five years at Ole Miss. They were great to me. My story is well documented. I let a lot of people down. I'm very sorry for the end of that, but I spent the last six years trying to earn the respect and trust of my family, teams, administration, and everyone that was around me. That's the lesson I probably learned: is just keep working and earning people's trust." He denied that Commissioner Sankey at any, at any point kept him out of the league. He was asked that question yesterday. Um, some semantics there. Um, yeah. Sankey didn't tell people you can't do it. I just think people were encouraged. Look, I don't. I don't think the last couple of years it was the. I think I, I don't think Sankey felt like it was appropriate for Hugh Freeze to be coaching at another school while Ole Miss was still on probation. Right. And then the paraphrased quote that yesterday, uh, full some feathers, even including in some some spots at Ole Miss. Uh, I feel like this is no offense. If you say no offense, ninety nine percent of the time you mean offense for your next sentence. Very rarely does that go. No, no, no. What he said was pretty tame. Yeah, you nobody, realize this is nobody's going, upset at all. It's you all realize good. it's going to be offensive. <laughs> he says, "I feel like this is no offense to another school or anything, but I feel like I've leapfrogged where I was at that time by being in this family and this culture here." I see this as one of the top ten football programs in the nation. I mean, that's that is an Auburn program Yahtzee of a quote. Because mm-hmm. if you're Auburn, he criticized Ole Miss, which is a little bit of some scar tissue going on in that right now. Credited you, mentioned culture and family, and mm-hmm. called it one of the top ten jobs in the country. I mean, that thing was basically written by Auburn right there for him on that quote. That was that was interesting. Um sometime around God, 4.15 this morning, Lane Kiffin had a little fun with that. Uh, Lane got up, got on the Twitter, and uh, he tweets, he quote tweets Marcelo 
giving that quote out on Twitter with a uh, a gif of a baby turning around and leaving a room with the uh, text saying, I've been a bad boy. And then Lane tweets, I would tweet at you, but I guess you aren't allowed to respond by Auburn football. Angel now. So, there's that. (laughs) You hadn't seen that? Damn, no. (laughs) Okay, here's the thing, though. I spend far (laughs) less time on social media than most people. I mean, it is for my, anybody in the back who hits this. It's my goal this is, to get away from. This is the Ole Miss head coach at Hugh Freeze. I would tweet at you, but I guess you aren't allowed to respond by Auburn football angel now. Wow, using the emoji for the angel, but we'll. Wow. Here's the thing on that. Okay, let's break that down for a second. He, Lane went at Hugh the other day with the senior day thing. The, he did all the tears. He did. Insinuating that it was fake. Sure, that was the connotation that Lane was exhibiting there. Yes. Why? Why is Lane personally pissed off at Hugh Freeze? Because this is not just making jokes. He's I, he's mad. I mean, I have an opinion. I'm unwilling to share it. You don't want to give it? It's not worth it to me. You think it has anything to do with the last week? Yes. Do you? It's, it's not worth it. It's not. No, no, I'm, 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 I'm going in my head where I think you're going. I'm trying to get there. Um, you don't believe it predates anything to do with the last couple weeks. I don't. There are several rumors out there of freeze being sources in different ways for different things over the course of this, uh, this news story. That's part of it. Freeze was talkative over the last couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. He was. He, he he was. It's the irony. Publicly, he didn't say a word, but probably, privately, a good bit. Yeah, I mean, you can insinuate, guys. I think so. This yeah. isn't over. And, and it's not just that. I think there's something else too. But but it's again, it's not worth it. And that's not – listen, I, people can – you can't attack me for that because I'm usually really transparent. I usually say a whole lot. It's just not worth it to say this. I mean, they broke bread a few years ago in Oxford, ate dinner together, went all over the well, internet. I think yeah, they I'm, used I'm, to like one I'm another kidding, fine. No. I mean, I, I think yeah. they got along fine up until this. I think there's some – I think there's there, there was some smoke there. Goodness. And he, I don't, it should be an interesting game when they play one another on a lot of levels. Think this keeps up or is this going to pass? Hmm, I don't know. Because um, who has Lane shown that he truly doesn't like in the industry? Jimbo. That's it. To this point, Jimbo's been the only other yeah, one. me I mean, he'll his, play with people, but he's not like this. Well, yeah, but like he'll play with Leach, he'll play with Pittman, he'll play with Saban, even. Yeah, I, I think he likes Brian Kelly. Certainly respects Brian. Yeah, Kelly. when he made fun of Brian Kelly dancing, it was not venomous. Yeah. He was playing, playing. Yeah, he obviously respects him. Yeah, I think he respects all those other guys. I, this, woo. 
But look, I, I lose track of the time. Last week was a long week. I'm still kind of recovering from it. That was a week. And stuff stuff happened in that week. That is a good point. A year ago, had I told you, hey, just wait, and John Cohen's going to hire Hugh Freeze, you would have thought we had a whole different situation brewing here. I would have thought I'd hit the jackpot. You thought you got the state job. I would have said, bonanza. <laughs> Yahtzee. Yeah, Chris Lowe asked about the DM yesterday. I don't think Auburn did that I'm aware of, any any media that was at the press conference. Or maybe Lowe did it at the press conference. I have no idea. But I saw a story on AL.com or somewhere where Chris Lowe was credited with asking you about the Chelsea Andrews thing. What, what was his response? Um, that he had learned a lot, that he learned not to try to impact other people's situations or like their thoughts. I, I, I can find it. Hold on. I had it up. I'm doing a really bad job of paraphrasing it. He said, um, I learned from the situation that I should totally understand other people's circumstances first before communicating or commenting on someone's situation. It was an inadvertent misstep with no ill intent, and I'm sorry. That was his quote. I don't have a problem with that answer. No, it's okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's it, it's all right. No big deal. Did you see where he denied the story from Forty about Auburn taking his social media? I did. So did it? Okay, I see. And I didn't go crazy on researching this before, and I just took everybody's word they were right, which is yeah, kind of a problem in these days. Is it true? Was it in the contract where somebody got it, or they simply were sourced that Auburn was doing it? What happened? I mean, I'm not one to defend Pat Forty, but he didn't make that up. Well, no, hell no. Um, Are we using semantics? My guess is that Hugh is using semantics because Hugh is going to have some approval. That's what I meant. What Hugh is going, hey, well, hey, I can still tweet, but it's a very, a very. Yeah. No margin. <clears throat> my guess is that he doesn't – my guess is that there's something in the contract about you can't just pick up your Twitter machine and start replying to people. Frankly, it might be that. No replies. Do about Auburn all you want to. I mean – Don't put extra work on our social arm guy just to say, hey, go Bruce Pearl, but – Right. Lane may think if he tries hard enough, he can bait you into responding. <laughs> he could. I mean, you got the willpower to take months of this without saying a word? Subtle, subtle, boom, boom. That wasn't subtle, but like... Just saying. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. There's, there's a lot there. there. There's a lot there, but... <laughs> Yeah, there's just a lot there. And there's a lot that I think might be there. What level of issue is it that John Cohen did not speak at the press conference yesterday? It wasn't his press conference. It was Hughes. ADs typically talk at those things about the hiring process, however. Yeah. Especially in one like this. The people were there to listen to Lane. I mean, to, well, they were there to Lane. Well, that's that, Freudian that, that, slip. Um, they, they were there to listen to, to Hugh.
Not, I don't think it's a big deal. And look, he can't tell the truth. John, Cohen can't. Yeah. No, 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 I'm more meant about the process of hiring Freeze, not about Lane. Oh. That's more what I think that. I mean, look, the fact that he's standing there. Look, here's the truth. Yeah, sure. Okay. We, 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 I'm, I'm going to be Auburn for a minute. Sure. If I'm John Cohen, we went after Lane Kiffin. We thought we had him. Can't really tell you why we thought that, but we did. And I mean that like I can't tell you. Auburn had reason to believe they were getting Lane Kiffin, okay? Sure. I mean, let's be frank here for just one split second if it's okay. At no point, we, I'm going to defend Auburn for a moment. When people go, they were so arrogant about it. Why do you think that was? It wasn't just an assumption. But it's both. They also didn't even consider that he could pull out and stay. Well, but for example, I don't think he ever, I don't know if he pulled out. For example, Auburn was interested in Luke Fickle, and Luke Fickle gave him a quick no. That never went anywhere, right? Sure. That, that never got any media buzz, nothing. Luke Fickle was like, nope, not going. No interest. So this, the Kiffin thing, somebody somewhere told Auburn that if you do this right, you got a real shot. Just be real. I mean, I, that's uh, otherwise it never picks up like it did. Or that much media is saying the same thing. Sure. You and I both know the media is not the echo chamber that people think it is. We don't all get along. In fact, most of us don't get along. We're com- we're competing. We there there are some who will march in lockstep, but most don't. In fairness, um, but they thought they had Kiff, and they didn't. They didn't have a sound backup plan. It was Freeze. I think they felt like they had a deal with Freeze. Freeze wanted the job badly. Everybody knew that. Really badly. And they floated the thing on Saturday morning. The response wasn't very good. They panicked. They spent Saturday and part of Sunday trying to figure out what to do and discovering that Boy, it's not exactly fertile ground out there. Not a lot of people. Not a lot of people who are jumping to get the job. Circled back to Hugh Freeze and hired him. Floated some stuff with some traditional media that they trust. Frankly, their Chuck Roundsville wrote the big column. Hey, float this. That was planted. Float this. See what the response is. The response was okay. They probably found out that, <clears throat> hey, we can wait a week and make a run at Gary Patterson. There are no guarantees. Sk- uh, skip holes. I mean, uh, Sonny Dykes. Sonny Dykes is what skip I mean. Holes. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Whatever. They probably thought we could make a run. Can't. Nope. No promises. Hire the guy from Philadelphia. He'll come. But you're going to have a hard time selling that. He has no college head coaching, no college head coaching experience at all. So they went to freeze and said, let's manage this. And that's what yesterday was. And so he couldn't stand up there and go, hey, you know, there were some reasons to not do this, and we panicked for 36 hours. But no, he, he just – so instead of being put in that spot, he just says, here, Hugh, do your, do your routine that you have. And Hugh's good at it up there on the podium. He does the human thing, and then he – immediately switches into football coach 
And the football coach think he almost becomes a Baptist preacher. And he hits every keyword that they want, and they got it. They got everything they wanted from him, and it works. Source speculation. I'm going to move on to something else in a second. Source speculation, however you want to do it. What do you think the limbo was like between Cohen and Jimmy Rain and those guys in this? It's difficult for me to believe, and I don't know John Cohen, but it's difficult for me to believe knowing what I've heard about John Cohen that he wanted to hire Hugh Freeze. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Jimmy Rain did. And look, it was Cohen that – I still don't know what happened on that Monday night. Like, why? I still go back to that so many times. Why did that leak like that? Because people can say what they want about John Sokoloff. He didn't just make that up. Anyone that knows anything at all about journalism, and John doesn't like, like, I don't really have an editor I have to run something through anymore. John does. There were multiple people at WCBI, and look, that might be a a rinky-dink carnival of a station. I have no idea. It might be awesome. I don't know. But there were multiple people who had to say, okay, well, who's your source on this? I mean, John told his bosses who the source was. Because he's still employed today. Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> he told them who the, who the source was. Had to have been a good source. Had Probably, I, based on what I've heard, there was more than one source, which makes me wonder who the other ones were. But Got to guess. I've got a couple stabs. Um, yeah. But he ran with that. And why? Why if if Cohen was one of the sources, why did why did John Cohen want that put out on a Monday night? Did he think that was going to make the Ole Miss situation so negative for Lane that he'd have to leave? Or was he trying to do a Scott Woodward on Lane Kiffin? He ended up not doing either, but I think it really pissed Lane off. I think it hurt Auburn's chances with Lane Kiffin. Yeah, I think it made Lane mad on multiple fronts. It I made, think that's what that was. He was pissed. It made those three days miserable for Lane Kiffin. Yeah. And and I think it made him distrust Auburn a little bit. Yeah. I don't know that. Sure. I'm just kind of guessing. All right, we'll spin off that in a second. For the other about Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Six different flavors available right now to be shipped directly to your door and then pop them in the freezer. Freezer to plate in fewer than 10 minutes. Take care of an easy dinner. Kids got activities. It's getting dark early. Let Prime Shrimp help you. And just after the new year, they're going to introduce their seventh flavor. It's a New Orleans barbecue flavored shrimp. It's um, the review. Early reviews are fantastic. What I've been hearing, saw the packaging this week, will be uh, one you can put into the rotation as well. They also are doing their two-pound bags of individually frozen shrimp. Those are just like what's at the grocery stores. They have a higher quality shrimp from the New Orleans-based brand. So that's primeshrimp.com. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. Welcome on Sports Bistro. Puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouthwatering made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine. Po'boy's gumbo voodoo shrimp plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. It's a... Uh, Walk-ons in Oxford or Ridgeland, you can order online at walkons.com or check out the convenient 
walk-ons app. Uh, Dead Soxies BOGO, I guess it ended on Tuesday, so see, I needed to update my reader. I didn't do it. It's deadsoxy.com. You can still go to uh, there and go to uh, promo code REBELGROVE at Dead Soxy. Get 25% off the best socks you will absolutely ever put on your feet. They've got the Ole Miss NIL socks are now available as well. Deadsoxy.com, promo code REBELGROVE. The College Corners, your one-stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the Jackson Reader. Jackson area, I should say, in Ridgeland. It's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day with the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Uh, we're also brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating, different names, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just a dollar. That's right, every item starts at just one dollar. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app, name your price. On thousands of items from big-name retailers, A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. Want it, bid it, win it. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. Fear prescriptions the same day each month and take care of you. One trip with the pharmacy, one delivery, and you have everything you need when you need it with G&M they also uh, will individually package and dose your medications for those who need that extra step. Very important for parents or other loved ones who need that attention. So, again, that's Tyson Drugs or GNM 662-236-2222. Um, not that this necessarily matters. But just kind of curious. Had it been Lane, we would have talked about, hey, State's got its place, but Auburn's rocketing at the top. And I know it's an unfair question because you're not in Ole Miss fans' minds, but just in general, where do you think the rivalry sits between all these SEC West schools and Ole Miss right now? What do you think Auburn's level of whatever is for for Ole Miss as we get into this next season and, and have this? Well, there's going to be a lot of pressure on Hugh to win that game next year. going to be a lot of pressure for Lane, on Hugh for Lane Kiffin not to walk into Jordan-Hare Stadium and, and win. Months after he turned them down, there'd be pressure on on Hugh to justify being the choice. It's gonna be a big game for big game for him. How big of a game is it for Lane? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, I'm guessing he want, based on the tweet this morning, he must really want it. I mean, it's pretty intense. The two fan bases don't like each other. I mean, if the commentary over there about People like you and me is any indication. They're yeah, not saw crazy that. about us. I saw that. Um, and our people are pretty nasty about Jay. And that's, if that's any indication, the fan bases don't care for one another. Um, I told you, I mean, I, I think you're going to see some shuffling of – you only have a certain amount of hate that you can yeah, that's distribute. What that's what I mean. I mean, does Ole Miss – so Ole Miss have any real reason to like hate A and M really, other than other oh, weird? Okay, that's it. You go to when you were in school. Did you hate the weird kid, or did you just kind of he was just the weird kid, right? 
You know, I mean, does sure. Ole Miss have any? I mean, Ole Miss and Arkansas. There is no, there is no institutional reason to hate one. Yeah, another. I mean, Ole Miss and Arkansas's fans seem to have some distaste for one another, but there's no real institutional support for it. Ole Miss and Auburn. I mean, Ole Miss looks at Alabama and goes, "They're just better than us so far. We're trying to catch them." I know Ole Miss and LSU have the old rivalry, but it's not a tremendous amount of animus that I sense. So you think Auburn can be two? Yeah. Easily. Sure. I mean, frankly, it could be one. I mean, if the if the Ole Miss-Mississippi State thing gets nasty mutually, that's on Ole Miss. There's no reason to do it. There's no reason to participate. I've, 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 I've been on this bandwagon for a long time. And I realize I'm not from Mississippi. I don't have a lot of Mississippi State friends. I don't talk to a lot of people. I realize it's different if you do. But from my perspective, which is somewhere between zero and 30,000 feet, I look at that rivalry and go, if, if you allow that to become caustic and hostile from an Ole Miss perspective, that's sort of on you. I actually, th- I mean, I know they had more bigger things on mine, but I thought given everything, the Egg Bowl on Thursday, really there wasn't a ton of whatever from it. I mean, compared to a lot of years. Yeah, it was tame. It was just kind of whatever. I mean, it really wasn't anything overly. And I haven't paid attention, but I haven't seen them going nuts on social media with it either. Maybe I've missed it. I don't pay a lot of attention to that stuff. But, I mean, have they gone crazy with the Well, I mean, yes. I mean, I'm sure Facebook's a mess and things like that. And I'm sure State will do whatever. But my point is, it does not feel like some, oh, my God, end of the world on Ole Miss's side. At least just from what I notice and perceive and see. Ole Miss has no one to blame but Ole Miss for losing that game. Well, no, they gave the game away. I mean, mean, you, you handed them the trophy and they took it. I can't blame. I can't say I blamed them. You were the better team. You lost. You played like crap, and you gave it away, and they took it. Okay. End of story. Move on. And frankly, I mean, they weren't. I didn't see them being cheap or nasty or anything during the game. They, they were, you know, Forbes talks, but Forbes talks every game to everybody. It's part of his game. By the way, in Mississippi State's favor, how the hell was he not a Thorpe Award finalist? I know those things don't make sense, but Jesus Christ. He's a great player. His numbers were better across the board in the SEC, and he was not one of the three dudes going to the award ceremony? He's a fantastic player. I mean – I, I I love watching him play. I I watched. Holy I, I put my binoculars on him ten times Thursday night. Oh, I mean, I'm. He was great. If I'm an NFL team, I'm all over that guy. He's a lot down corner, big, long, and has that NFL cornerback mentality. In his in his mind, he has never been beaten. Ever. That doesn't exist. You can show him a film of him getting beat, and he'll go, that's not me. It says your name on it. It wasn't me. And believes it. And that's what you have to be at that level to be elite. You have to believe, no, no one's ever beaten me. Yeah, it's 
Mississippi State's national profile hurt him. That's the only. That's it. That's the only example because I mean, only reason because that he should be not only get going but winning the thing. It should be his award already on the on the mantle. He's the only DB I saw all year. Malik Heath back down to. Only one, all year. Him, stud. He's a great player. What do you think? You're, you're asking. You're, you're the Mississippi guy. You you know a lot. I'm of, thinking. You know a lot more Ole Miss people than I do. Where does the Auburn thing rank? I don't. You probably talk, talk about it in your circles a lot more than I do in I my mean, lack of a circle. State has always been the thing where Ole Miss doesn't want to lose more than it wants to win with Mississippi State, in my opinion. There is a difference. Yeah. It's relief, not excitement when it's over. Yeah. If Ole Miss is where it needs to be, I think competitively LSU is number two because there is a history there. LSU, if Ole Miss is good – embraces that rivalry with a lot of its fan base in that way. Okay, it's sure. when Ole Miss is not good that they go, okay, whatever. Right. But Ole Miss kind of has to get there. You know what I mean? Like they have to they have to kind of prove that a little bit from that standpoint. Sure. Arkansas has been a little bit of a weird thing just because they play a bunch of weird games and are fairly in the same pile for the most part. I think that's where that comes from a little bit. So I think Auburn easily can jump there. I think Ole Miss has to be careful to not let Ole Miss Auburn. And again, this coaches and players aren't doing this, so it's kind of dumb when we do. Hey, don't let it. It's like people go, "Hey, on message boards, we're, we're focused on the next game. Let's not look ahead." And I go, "Hey, we don't play. Like, no. I, I can I can talk about twenty twenty six, and it's it, it it's it's all cool." Um, but no, I think in its right place, Auburn is number three traditionally over Arkansas behind LSU. That that's. If, if Ole Miss is kind of doing what it's supposed to do, that's probably where it should sit. But, no, I mean, a former coach is the head coach there. Lane throws some stuff in, whatever, all that stuff. No, it, it's going to be number two next year, 100%. Oh, for And sure. it will be number one on game they want to win. Because you don't want to lose to Hugh and you want to beat Hugh, both. Yeah. I mean, that that's – no, 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 yeah. I mean, it's number one next year on that. That could be a nasty environment that day. I mean, it really could. The Ole Miss coach turned them down. I think for a lot of them, that's what they can't get past. Yeah. And for the, yes, for the all-sports fan, the the baseball thing factors away because it's it's my opinion Ole Miss-Arkansas is the biggest rivalry in college baseball, period. Um. I always find it really weird when Baseball America and them put Mississippi State and Ole Miss as like the number three. It's like they don't hate each other at all, actually. There's that. No. That that is not one of Ole Miss's like three series where they have some pretty tense. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean the Treadwell thing happened, but it was eight years ago. I don't know that that even factors into our conversation at this point, even though at the time it was a huge deal. Yeah. I mean that that had some tentacles, but I don't think it was tentacles now. I mean, that was ooh. just the Auburn Opelika news. Yeah, it was. Yeah, wasn't she sitting by you, their editor or sports editor or beat writer that night? No, it was sixteen. 
She was sitting next to me. In oh, 16. that was the world. She was a Cleveland fan, she right? She was an Indians fan. That's right. Yep. How did we get Cubs and Indians fans next to each other in the press box? I don't know. It was a bad night, though. I think somebody did that on purpose. Wacky. What game was it? Game four. I'd gone to game three and driven back So who back won game four? Indians. Oh, they did? And blowout. Okay. okay. Lackey was horrible. Okay. So you were not in a good mood. I was in a terrible mood. <laughs> in 16. Were they up 3-1? Yeah. Oh, I, said, I, I didn't recall that. Yeah. Okay. And we're losing in game in the fifth inning of game five, and I was just despondent, really. I'd given I'd surrendered. I think that's what made the winning the World Series so good was that there was a point in there where I'd like, nah, it's over. I quit. I was barely I mean, had they lost game five, it, it wasn't even gonna affect me. I in my mind it was it was over in game four. Well, you're nothing but an ever optimist. I thought you'd guarantee yeah. they were gonna come back and win four three. What are you talking about? Yeah, I, I mean, we'll see. I mean, here's the thing. Nobody knows what either one of these teams are necessarily going to be next year. They've got so much portal to do. That oh. I mean, God, anybody can look anyway next season. Yeah, it, it's – Auburn could do – Auburn could suck next year and they could do one of these USC-type turnarounds. I don't know. Beats me. I mean, I don't – Better find them Michaela Williams if they're going to do I mean, a USC-type. I'm not type. predicting that. I'm just saying there's a lot of stuff out there when you can go just grab whatever player and win these recruiting battles. Because, look, it does come – what, here's what Ole Miss did. When Ole Miss put in this level of NIL, it has enough NIL to make it about recruiting again. Because if everybody's offering the same damn amount of money, it does go back to the other things. You know what I mean? I mean, it, it's 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 one of those deals. I don't know how recruiting looks now. I, don't I mean, who knows? Like, it's – frankly, it's, it's – uh, and I might become the first person that does it when you talk to these kids about recruiting. How much did they offer you? How much NIL did they offer you? Yeah, what's that plan? What was, did, does one stick out with a much higher plan than yeah, the rest was, of them? Does, was one offering you more money than others? Oh, no, it wasn't about that. Okay, well, then what was it about? Did you get an NIL package? You can tell I'm not. There's just – this isn't – I'm not going to be able to cover recruiting. I refuse to do it with my head in the sand. I will not do it. I will not participate in the whole, hey, what what is it about Ole Miss that you like? Or what is it about Auburn that you – no, no, no. What was the, – did they offer you an NIL package? Did one NIL package significant – was it more than the others? I think you have to ask that question if you're going to be a remotely quality journalist. And I think kids are going to look at you like, I can't talk about that. It's like, why not? Does Freeze at any point go to that go to the well for the whole we recruit a different kind of kid or is he past that? He can't do that at Auburn. He can't. No, it, he couldn't do that here. Well, I know, but he did it. No, he can't do it there. Nope, nope. Did it at the Sugar Bowl press conference? I know, I was there. Yeah. Remember looking at you going, "What is he doing? Why? Why are you saying this? You're at the Sugar Bowl. Just no, no. We we're just recruiting good football players. He always had to make it about something different." Can he get past that? I don't know. But if he does that at Auburn, he'll fail. Fast. Look, his job at Auburn is to beat Georgia and beat Alabama. Beat them. Not compete with them. Beat them. He should take a page from Lane's deal about, hey, you're not, I'm not here for covering the spread. I'm, I'm, we're not here to moral victory. We're, we're here to win. You don't win there, they'll fire you. 
Hell, they fired people who do win there. But if you don't win there, they will fire you in quickly. Now, he'll get more time than Harson because he's going to do all the Auburn stuff. He's going to feel a lot more like an Auburn coach than Brian Harson did. But he's got to win. And he'll get some time. He can blame next season on Brian Harson. That's it. One year. After that, it's on you. And in the transfer portal, it's the truth. Like if somebody came now and like if Ole Miss is, is struggling next year and someone says, well, you know, they inherited. No, no, no. That four years. This is all you now. Your strengths, your weaknesses, they're yours. Hugh gets one honeymoon season. Yeah, he gets one. And even that'll be a little edgy if it doesn't look a certain way. Yeah, but I mean, I think most people acknowledge that their roster's pretty rough. And so, you know, I mean, to expect them to go win eight games in year one is probably not realistic. He wins six and looks competitive. They'll, 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 they'll say, hey, we're on the right track. But then after that, you got to make moves. Mm. I mean, dude. Yeah, I, I did not go back and watch Freeze from 12 and see if there were similarities or not. I, I, I didn't have that kind of time to, or I didn't have the desire to do that yesterday. But, like, seriously, people are talking about this in the thread, and they're right. I mean, when the kid goes, it felt like home. I just had a great relationship with that coach. Don't you have to follow up and go, did you also have a good NIL package? Was your NIL package presented to you any differently than what it was at School X or School Y? And when I ask that, am I being a jerk? Or am I just being a reporter? Well, because like I said, here's the thing. For the top kids, my hunches, they're all relatively the damn same. And it does come back to, yeah, you got to pick somewhere. Then I need the kid to say that. No, all the NIL packages are basically the same. You know what I mean? I mean, because I I think that's probably where you are a lot of Well, I'm not talking about that. Okay, well, then I know now that's what this is about. I mean, the the 12-inch story where the reporter goes, well, tell me what you liked about Louisville. Okay. Okay, tell me what you liked about Ole Miss. Okay. Tell me what you liked about Texas A&M. I'm not doing that. About anymore. 500 words for anybody who's. I'm not doing that anymore. Not not going to write them. They're stupid. They're disingenuous. Did one of those schools offer you more NIL package? If a kid tells me, now here's the only way I'll do it. If a kid goes, you know what? School X offered me more than Ole Miss, but I just really liked it. Okay, cool. What did you like? Now I'm writing a story about that. Otherwise, I'm, I'm asking. I'm going to keep asking NIL questions. Probably to the point where people are like, hey, quit hanging around. <laughs> I mean, it's fair. It's the question. There's no doubt about that. One thing Hugh did, and someone brought this up, uh, Zarek here. He's right. I assume Zarek is male. Um when you say that you're top ten job, better get in the top ten. Oh, you put your own. You better get in the top ten, bud. Because Grimes right. It, it's it, you can easily make the argument it's the hardest job in the SEC because you are required to beat Alabama and Georgia at some point. Yes. It's my point the other day. Lane can be safe at Ole Miss without beating Alabama. You cannot be safe at Auburn with never beating Alabama. Lane could go perpetually nine and three, never beat Alabama, and be fine. And I mean, there might be a few people who grumble, but he's no, will never be anything in close to job in jeopardy. Mm-mm. Hugh Freeze goes nine and three and doesn't beat Alabama in four years. He's out. 
That's it. Bye. Big difference. It's a huge difference. You phrase the coach at Auburn today if he didn't beat Alabama one of those times? Probably not. But he did. He beat him. No, it's fair. I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah. probably not. Probably not. But he did. Big wins. And got him. Had some big losses. You get the you get the experience. Yeah, you'll You'll saw it at Liberty this year. Go to Arkansas and win, and then they lose to UMass, UConn, and New Mexico State, and uh, Virginia Tech. One them too. Because that was the game I watched in Fayetteville the day that Ole Miss and Arkansas played, because I had Liberty. Minus ten, and Didn't. I felt great about it. I was wrong. Yeah, I, I don't totally know. Un, I don't know what to do totally with Mexico unprepared. State because his team knew he was leaving and did not care at all about that football game. So it's sure didn't want to send him out on a win. Tells you something. No, they quit. Tells you something. They really quit. There were rumors at Tulane last week, and they played hard for Willie Fritz, who's not getting the Georgia Tech job. Turned it down. Did he? I think so. Decided to stay. Okay. Sometimes I just think people. Well, it's look not at like him. he's destitute. No. All right. Look, if you told me I could make two point something million and I have to live in New Orleans, okay, <laughs> I can do that. I can get one of the better one of the better neighborhoods. Yeah, he can be over there in the Garden District with all of them. Yeah, yeah. right. Be okay. It's close to campus. But his kids play for him on Saturday now. Oh. That wasn't good news for Gus. Tulane's going to show. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they win, but they're going to show. That actually <laughs> that actually has a chance to be a really good game. Playing for the Cotton Bowl. Or wherever. I don't know yeah. if it's Cotton Bowl, but oh, wherever. Yeah, Those kids are going to play. Tulane's going to show up. That'd be fun. Michael Pratt, still the quarterback at Tulane. We saw him. He's a good back player. In the day. Tough, yeah. tough as nails. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. 
That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Speaking of tough as nails. Yeah. Not to, we'll go back to football because nobody else but me cares, I don't think. Did you see Christian Pulisic's goal? Yeah, I watched all the second half, and then I caught some farts of the first half. We'll, we'll, I got a couple things. We'll go to that in a second. Tell you about Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Small batch artisanal cheese, catering, catering, grazing tables, charcuterie boards, and more. They look, make all their cheeses locally and in-house every single day. I told you yesterday about the holiday menu that they now have, have available. You can uh, get it whenever starting this week. Just need 24 hours notice to get that done. Holiday artisanal boxes, holiday charcuterie boxes, cookies for Santa. Go ahead and take care of that for uh, here in three and a half weeks, something like that, before Christmas. Almost four weeks, I guess. Uh, that's a one dozen mix of three different flavors. They got the shortbread, the brown butter miso, and uh, the gingerbread that we talked about, chocolate chip. Um, kids box is available if you'd like to get the kids something sweet and much more. So it's Johnson Hill Creamery, johnsonhillcreamery.com. Again, go to the website. You can order most of these things straight from the website without even calling but you can call them as well. That's 662-419-9201. Solutions RX is a probiotic multivitamin supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. I've been taking some of their products for a while now, just vitamins and supplements and things just to make you feel a little better. Uh, keeps you compliant taking uh, your main medications. Helps you stay healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout. Get 10% off your first order. Uh, Hawkeye Portable Buildings, seventy nine ninety one Highway Seven South in Hawkeye. We'll custom build your building to your specifications. However, you want your carport, your ATV, or your storage shed, Hawkeye can accommodate you. It's six six two 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 six two two three three. Or go to HawkeyeBuildings dot com. Game Changer Patches are the only two patch system available in the market. Stop hangovers before they start. The warm up patch used before while you drink. Overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. All natural ingredients keep you in the game, ready for the next play. GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. ACS is owned by Clay McNutt, my friend in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider, a Rockwell Automation recognized system integrator. It's got a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff, a UL508A panel shop, and much, much more. It's ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. We're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. It's been serving the Oxford area for um, almost three quarters of a century. Engagement rings, wedding rings, fine jewelry, watches, pearls, you name it, they've got it. They're the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662 662- Two three four two seven seven seven, and we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle provides detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much more. They're based in Madison, Mississippi, but they've got um, clients in more than twenty states, advisors in multiple states. They can help you uh, take care of your retirement plans. It's mypinwealth.com. M Y P I N N wealth.com. Podcast also brought to you by Style Assembly, located just off the square in Oxford's Women's Boutique next to Blind Pig and Frock. They're ready for the colder temperatures, and they want to help 
the uh, the ladies or the ladies in your life with their fall needs, no matter the budget, size, or occasion. They're here to help you assemble your style. So from now, I guess one day left today is the last day of the new November. So go in today, and you still have a chance to win or enter to win that $250 gift card to shop at Style Assembly. You uh, ask for Kate, the owner, or uh, tell one of the sales associates you just want to see what they have to offer. No purchase necessary. We're just trying to get to know you, help you in the future. Men, don't be intimidated to come in, enter to win the gift card either. You can get a wish list available to just go in, make it easy to pick something off the list and know that she will have what she wants for Christmas, knock holiday shopping out of the way. I think Neil's already got most of his done, so you can take advantage of that and more. There, shopstyleassembly.com. You can see all the different social channels there. You can order via DM or with a phone call, or again, stop in just off the square. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. I think you do. U.S. scored in the 38th minute. Yeah. Uh, had a lot of chances in the first half. Scored, yeah. and then it held up despite a couple really, really good. Um, Iranian looks there late. The last the 10 minutes time. were just brutal. I mean, there was some. Carson and I just sat in silence. Well, I don't know much about soccer. I admit that it doesn't do a lot for me. But like I saw, I was just kind of watching. I'm casual, whatever. And I saw, you know, it went up that there was nine minutes of penalty time or whatever. And they're like everybody's freaking out, like nine minutes. I'm like, is that a lot? A I don't lot. know. I was like, okay, That's a ton. sure. Like, everybody was gassed. Everybody. Yeah, everybody. They yeah, were. They were spent. Um, as you mentioned, he scores the goal and doesn't come back. Um, I suppose he got up. He is going to play. He had a pelvic contusion, I believe, was the injury. He got he took a knee about as hard as you can take a knee in the one place that you don't want to take a knee. Yeah. That hurt. So. He finished the first half somehow. He ran for a little while after that. Dude. And then that was it. Well, yeah. He had to go to the <laughs> hospital. My guess is he was spitting up blood. Yeah, I would, I would, I would assume that. Uh, they play at nine a.m. on Saturday now against the Netherlands in the round of sixteen. It's not a terrible matchup. Got a shot. They not have a not great pl- shot, but a shot. Um, Netherlands incredibly good club. They have not played since two thousand fifteen when the U.S. won a friendly. I think four three was the score, but that has nothing at all to do with this whatsoever. Um, the U.S. has only given up one goal. It was on a penalty kick. It was on a. Bad. It was that really dumb decision late against Wales. Yeah, to to tackle Gareth Bale from behind. That was yeah. a mistake. Um, and that was the reason that the last ten minutes were so intense. Because otherwise, you wouldn't have. You'd have been, been fine. Yeah. Um. But I don't know. It'd be fun. The Netherlands won their group. It was not a very difficult group. No, they're they're, they're not a attack team the way England is. I mean, the fact that the U.S. held England scoreless was. Pretty positive. Held Iran scoreless, but Iran desperate to score a goal. And we talked a little bit about it because they would have advanced with a goal. We talked about it yesterday. Just getting to this stage helps out everything going into 2026. Yes. It was a huge win for U.S. soccer. And if you care about it, and I do, it was a big – They've actually made the knockout round in the last three World Cups they were a part of. They did not make the last World Cup. But not making it last time was a pretty – big blow to momentum sure this was big and they'll that, that will get a big number saturday morning i mean if you're watching game day and so you don't know that, who all's in yet so like they don't know who they'll play next i don't know if how they that, win i don't know how that works if there's a i'm looking at a bracket and it does not have teams filled out all the way yet yeah i don't know i don't know whether they reseed or what they do 
No, it doesn't look like it's reseeded. They just don't know. The, the rest of the thing hasn't. Because there's games today? Yeah, it okay. hasn't happened yet. The only, like, I'm seeing where these two groups are the only two that are in, for sure. Or at least where all the matches are complete, let's put it that way. Because I don't even know. It's 1C against 2D in the next round. Okay. I don't, I mean, I, I don't know who that is. Um... England plays Senegal in their round of 16 game. That is December the 4th at 1 o'clock. So the day after the U.S. at noon. Drew, you're just revealing your ignorance at this point. What? That U.S.-England game was freaking great. It was a great soccer game. I know it ended nil-nil, but it was great. If you're, if you're going to sit and watch Desmond and those guys – holler about something somewhere for two hours instead of this on Saturday morning. That's on you. Well, and, like, I'm interested just because what it's a big world deal. What is going to put on? Woo! Like, I don't even know that I, I – I don't know what I'm watching. I don't even know that I care about the actual gameplay. It's more of just what's going on is what reason I'm watching. Like, yeah. Does that make sense? Like, sure. it's more of the worldwide interest in the sport yes. than it is actually what – I don't know. Like, sure. Yes. I can't name four Americans on, on the team. Um, I have a couple of guys that play for Nashville. Oh, are they really? Uh-huh. Yep. I, I read the goalie story. had a hell of a story. Didn't start playing until high school. Was a walk-on in college, like all this stuff. I read that. That was interesting. Yeah. But otherwise, man. Um, um, the kid who turned 20, um, I can't think of his name right now. His, yesterday was his 20th birthday. Carson tells me who all these guys play for, what clubs and stuff. There's a couple of guys that play for Leeds. The guy that came in to replace Pulitzer in the second half plays for Leeds. Leeds has a lot of Americans on, on their team. Um, it was just fun. It was just fun to watch. I mean, obviously, I live with someone who's just ingrained in it, so that makes makes it more fun. But that was exciting. So, and it's cool for our country too because everybody hates each other. It was kind of it, it would be a lot of <laughs> it would be a lot of fun. You know, it would be a lot of – I mean, I remember when I was a kid, the whole – when the U.S. beat the Soviet Union in hockey. I grew up in Louisiana. I didn't know anything about hockey. But I remember that you Sunday – You just knew you were pulling for a – But yeah. I, I remember that Sunday when we played – was it Finland? In the gold medal game? Yeah. Yes, that is correct. And everyone watched. Because Russia was on tape delay. It had already happened. Yeah. But I remember that Friday night. Because back out, then, you don't know, do you? No. I remember that Friday night when they beat the Soviets, and it was incredible. And you're just cheering just because they were wearing your uniform. You didn't. I didn't know what icing was. I still don't really understand icing. Yeah, you didn't know Jim Gregory, those guys? No. Mike Arruzzioni, yeah. all those guys. But on Sunday, you did. I remember how cool it was on Sunday. I mean, it was cool. That was a – I was 10. That was, that was powerful. My, they talked about it at church. The minister talked about really? hockey at church. So it'd be fun. It'd be fun for us to make the quarters and the world's, I mean, the whole country's kind of watching a bunch of guys that we don't know who are just wearing our our colors and stuff. That'd be fun. I think. Maybe I'm nuts. Yeah, Leeds has an American coach. Yeah, for the people who would like to see scoring, you're probably not going to get that because, yeah, the Netherlands are kind of plotting like it's it, it's very likely this is one nothing. Well, they have uh, – his name is like it's Van Dietz or something like that. He's like one of the best defenders in the world on, on their back end. I mean, okay. he's, he's amazing. 
hopefully the Americans have Pulisic back. Surely he'll recover by then. He's going to play. He said. Yeah, just, He's already announced that. Man. Today he won't do much. No. It'd be pretty. I mean, I can't even imagine the level of pain he was in. So, my, my one soccer question, I'll move on to something else. If you are out of subs and something happens to somebody, you're just down a man? You, you play a man down. Okay. You have five subs. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. That's it. Because they used the last couple really, really late, just in case, I guess. Well, both teams had to make a sub early because they had an injured player. Okay. You you try to use your subs late. 65th to 70th minute. So you're fresh those last 20 minutes with some new guys. And neither team really had that luxury. Okay. So we teased it, the Rose Bowl. Granddaddy of them all, all that Vir- stuff. Virgil Van, Virgil Van Dyke. Okay. I guess that's how you say that. Where does he play? Um, I think he's plays Premier League. I can't remember where. Yeah. Okay. So Dennis Dodd, often punching bag here on the Potato Log podcast. He, uh, Wrote a good story yesterday about the Rose Bowl. We all know we're trying to get the uh, college football playoff to begin in 2024, not 2026. 2026 is the guarantee because that's when all the contracts run out and they can start over and do what they want to do. But um, uh, the Rose Bowl is the one holdout that would allow us to go ahead and get that puppy started year after next. We don't have one more year of this in the current iteration before it would change to uh, to that. But if the Rose Bowl refuses to acquiesce, and they can do that, if they do not give in, there will not be a college football playoff until 2026. They are they are adamant that the one holdup, as we all know, is that their game has to, no matter what, kick off January 1st at 4 o'clock. Okay, I have a question. I got plenty more, but go ahead. But I got one question right off the bat. Okay. Why can't the rest of college football go, okay, have your game. Pick two teams. Kick it off at 4-0, whatever you want to kick it off. Put it on ABC. Call it the granddaddy of them all. Have your silly parade. But we're gonna put the we're gonna take the game that was gonna be at your stadium and we're gonna put it in Arlington or Las Vegas. You don't think Las Vegas would like to have it. Or you or or, or Atlanta or Indianapolis. I think it's. Tri- I don't know Nashville this. or Tampa or Orlando or Miami or wherever. I think the answer is there is a coalition that the way it's written, it can only change with all agreeing. It's like well, that was stupid. It's like thirteen or fifteen people or entities or whoever you want to call it, and they all have to say okay. It's the bowl. It's the main bowls in the playoff rotation, and then the conferences plus Notre Dame. I think is what the group is. So we're talking like I don't know, twelve folks or something, and eleven are going yes, and then the Rose Bowl's going no. We have to kick off at four o'clock because they were promised when the BCS happened. You know, it was a big deal in '98 that if they hosted the national championship, it would not be Big Ten versus Pac-12, and they were really upset about that. It was like a big deal back in '98. To the point that now they don't host championship games because of that. They host semifinals, but they don't host championship games because they can't do their thing. They're very steeped in tradition, if you will. Even it, the Sugar Bowl. Makes, back I was off say, even this. the Sugar Bowl went, hey, more money? Okay. 
All right, the Super Bowl for a long time thought, no, no, we're a big deal until they realized that, you know what, we're not as big of a deal as we thought we were, and if we'll admit that, we'll make more money. So is the Super Bowl this year is at New Year's Eve at noon or something. Oh, it's a weird slot, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If they're, so anyway, uh, the couple things that are important here is, um, let's see, Dodd makes this sentence exactly right. However, in an expanded playoff, all parties are beginning to realize the games themselves are more important than the bowls that host the contest. So get in line or don't, basically, at this point. The Rose Bowl had proposed hosting quarterfinals in 24 and 25, possibly without their Big Ten and Pac-12 partners, in exchange for keeping its time slot as part of the new media rights contract starting in 2026. As what leverage the Rose Bowl has in the process, a person involved in the process simply replied, they have none. Anonymous quote there, but you can take your guess. No leverage. That is correct, yes. yes. Literally none. <clears throat> yeah, said none. Same the, the, the same source said that the Rose Bowl had been giving a, quote, ultimatum to decide by Wednesday to make a decision on this. There you go. Got some teeth now, don't hey, you? That's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday as in today? That is my understanding, yes. Oh, how about you? There you go. Sources tell CBS Sports a deadline is nearing where, quote, we have to fish or cut bait. One bowl official said early expansion would be impossible after this weekend's conference championship games amid the rush of bowl and playoff season. Uh, let's see. All necessary parties have otherwise agreed to expand to 12 teams and are seeking to do so before the end of the current ESPN contract. However, the Rose Bowl is the lone party holding up the process, which would force expansion to wait until 2026 and cost the CFP and all of its partners hundreds of millions of dollars. Oh, yeah. All right, well, hold, uh, back up a minute. I know, I know we're approaching the end, but I'm curious. We have another break. All 10 FBS conferences, Notre Dame and the participating New York six, New, New Year's Six Bowls have votes. Okay, but, but the Rose Bowl said we'll do a quarterfinal if it can be in our time slot. In 24 and 25, yes. Then why not, why not just do that? Because this is where the other side is playing hardball and going, you guys want guarantees that you get what they see as the most important time slot on the entire week every time. And the other bowls go, hold on a minute. Just because they did something in 1930 I mean, I means that they get that slot no matter – because the problem that going in is they think that once, that once you give in, it's almost like politics. Once you give in, they're going to get it from 26 moving on too. So it's like, no, we're not doing this okay, anymore. Okay, so, okay. Because, the, again, it's leverage. But, but the, what's the... But they can hold it up. So their leverage is, well, if we vote no, then you can't do it. And that's where I'm getting And that's to. where they, they could go, okay, well, i tell you what. This is where let I'm me, going. Let, let, me, let, me, let me see if I guess right. Yep. Well, then i tell you what, guys. You pull that stunt, and you get your way in 24, and you get your way in 25, and in 26, we're cutting your ass out. Yes. We're cutting it all the way out. Because allow me to list the number of cities that would love to take your place in the quarterfinal round. Would you like for us to start in alphabetical order, or do you want us to do it geographically? Because this is going to take a minute. So, Am I right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. One source said that if Rose Bowl doesn't agree, it will single-handedly kill early expansion. If the Rose Bowl is not part of the, the college football playoff after the 2025 season, there are several sites that would love to take its place. They've already been floated destination cities, including uh, Charlotte, Tampa, Las Vegas, and Nashville as most likely options. Yeah, and Nashville's building a new stadium. 
You don't think they'd love to put a quarterfinal game in that new stadium, do you? Think maybe they'd like that? Think Las Vegas would love to put that in Allegiant? Think Caesars Palace and the Bellagio would sign on to that? Now that the college football playoffs are ready to expand, its handlers are less tolerant of meeting the Rose Bowl's demands. The 5 p.m. time slot will simply be too valuable in the future when, for the first time, the feeling is that the games are more important than the bowls. It's the equivalent of Super Bowl Sunday, said one industry source of the time of the time slot. New Year's Day is kind of like a Sunday, even if it's not on a Sunday. Everybody's hungover from New Year's Eve. They're sitting back. It's 5 o'clock. Everybody's done what they need to do. It's the best window there is. And they're saying, nope. I mean, not wrong. And here's where it's a miscalculation on the Rose Bowl's part. It's had you just played along, you probably would have gotten it most times moving forward. Yeah. Everybody played along, and they kind of let you have your mountains and the whole deal. we have some nostalgia. It's we, fine. we watch it. I mean, you, you know, as a kid, you watched Wisconsin, USC, and you saw the sun setting over the mountains in the fourth quarter. They think that uh, – Let's see. The primary reason to expand early, duh, is to provide more playoff access to teams and score an extra $450 million per year. That's a lot of coin. That's the... Uh... <laughs> That's going to be a fun meeting today. There's been no indication how the Big Ten and Pac-12 feel about the situation, but perhaps it's obvious given that neither conference has aligned with the Rose Bowl in any way in this matter. Nope. Hey, hey. You know what would be awesome is if they told them, hey, Rose Bowl, guess what? We're going to create a new bowl. We're going to make it a big bowl, and we're going to play that bitch right there in the Rams' new stadium. SoFi Stadium sounds great. How about that? So you can play your game over there. We'll, We'll play it here. So how do you think it ends? They they are stubborn. Well, that's the last couple paragraphs here. It says when the college football playoff began in 2014, <laughs> it assured the Rose Bowl they would never host a national champion. It assu- it was assured the Rose Bowl would never host a national championship. Los Angeles was building the new SoFi Stadium. The city of Pasadena doesn't have the means to outbid the city of LA, so SoFi will host the 2023 college football playoff national championship. Meanwhile, since 2014, the Rose Bowl has hosted college football semifinals in 15, 18, and 21. So, yeah, they're not a part of anything else if they can't play on January 1st. But the LA, the city of L.A. is already coming in and going, hey, um, hand raise, we'll take sure, it. Sure, too much money. We're not Pasadena. But. I mean, look, I've been in Allegiant Stadium. I'm going again in a couple of weeks. The luster of that game goes away if the Rose Bowl doesn't agree, said one bowl executive outside the college football playoff system. Maybe the Rose Bowl just has to give in and suck it up. It's literally who blinks first. Well, my money's on Greg Sankey not blinking. Well, no, they'll they'll allow the Rose Bowl to destroy it today. But they'll pay for it in two years. They'll be out of the playoff. And they'll just become the damn Outback Bowl. They'll no. get a they'll they'll get a Pac twelve Big Ten best next best. They'll be a, they'll it. be the Citrus Bowl. Mm-hmm. Which is fine. But But hey, it ain't a playoff game. Go ahead. You can kick whenever you want. But yeah, do what you want. You're head-to-head against us now, bud. And no one's if, we've gonna, got, if we've got a quarter on that day, we've just got a quarter on that day or a semi on that day. I mean, well, it's, it's January 1 is quarter it, – it's quarterfinal Saturday or quarterfinal day. It's got to be. It's Iowa-UCLA from the Rose Bowl. 
Also, it's Michigan, Ohio State from like, yeah, okay. From Good. Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> uh, you'll have the Iowa fans and the UCLA fans would watch. That's it. Everybody else is watching playoffs. You'd think they'd figure that out, right? We have a country that loves playoffs. We love playoffs. We love brackets and playoffs. We do. We love playoffs. That's why there should be in golf there should be more match play events. We like teams and brackets. Oh, give me a golf bracket. Yeah. Yeah. We're in. Yeah. Yeah. People that don't watch golf will watch the Ryder Cup. Sure. hundred percent. And it's US. It's team. Yeah. Yeah, people who never watch soccer are getting up Saturday morning watching watching soccer. Yeah. We like teams. We like stuff. We do. Podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, N-E-S-P-A-R-C, service people across rural communities. Two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Ford Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's nespark.com, 662-238-3159. Phone service, parental controls, network security, and much more. So if you're in Lafayette County, or parts of Union or Pontotoc counties who did not previously have internet. Again, that's 662-238-3159. Someone said call it the flower bowl. The <laughs> carnation bowl. The carnation bowl. The yeah. bouquet bowl. Yeah, that'd be fun. Brought to you by John Edwards. Speaking of Vegas, um, heading there in a couple of weeks. On the way to Boise, John Edwards booked the whole trip for us, did everything. In fact, I had a Boise question yesterday and sent it to John, got an answer in like two minutes. It's um, 901-494-3387 for Regency Travel Incorporated there in Memphis. Just send him some parameters. Send him a budget. He'll book a trip for you that makes it so easy, so much fun. 901-494-3387. Oxford's new Greek restaurant on the square is the perfect place to plan your Christmas party. Featuring fabulous food and craft libations, let OPA host your company party, dinner, or festive party event. OPA can accommodate up to 200 guests. For catering or booking information, contact Jeannie, 601-421-7147. I've got a mailbag up at rebelgrove.com. It's brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all of your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. She sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes, 662-567-2573, 662-842-3844. We'll have picks up tomorrow from Championship Week. It's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency. They've been connecting great job opportunities to candidates since 1967. If you're on the job hunt, if you're seeking an entry-level position or you're a seasoned professional, they've got opportunities across the board. It's always free for the uh, candidate. If your company is looking to hire quality, hard-to-find talent, Service Specialists can help you too. Get in touch with Will, Sydney, or Kelsey at 662-832-5138. Or uh, check out their new and improved website, servicespecialistltd.com. Don't just accept what you see, but imagine something new. Step forward, chase after a better version of yourself. Every day, Corinth Dental is helping people reinvent themselves one smile at a time. Dr. Bubba McQueen, Dr. Ginny Beth Hendrick are devoted to restoring and enhancing the natural beauty of your smile using conservative state-of-the-art procedures, including Invisalign. You can get in touch with Corinth Dental today for a no-cost digital scan of your teeth. Let them show you the way to a straighter, healthier smile. 12 months, <clears throat> no interest, no down payment financing, available at CorinthDental.com. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate based out of Jackson, Mississippi, services the entire state in all commercial asset classes such as industrial, retail, office, and medical, and land. Uh, get in touch with our guy, B.B. Mitchell, 
He advises clients looking to acquire income-producing property with all risk tolerance levels, ranging from vacant buildings to investment-grade stabilized assets. Takes great pride in his work, detail, professionalism. So get in touch with him at 601-934-5008. And last but not least, we're brought to you by MyPerfectFranchise.net. If you're a displaced corporate exec or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, Andy Ledecky can help you. He's a longtime Rivals board member. He owns uh, multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. Call Andy. Put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free. Got nothing to lose. MyPerfectFranchise.net. Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or call 404-973-9901. I get the argument for setting the playoff field prior to the conference championship games, but no, nah, you got you to play them. It is what it is. Um, I understand the thought, but it, it is where you get into a weird deal, though, because if somebody gets dinged and then the team that didn't even play gets right. in, it's like, okay, well, great. Because uh, that is what you look like. You look at the uh, the rankings from last night. Georgia won, Michigan two. They're in, even if they get beat a hundred to nothing on Saturday. Is that and right? Yeah, it looks okay. like there's no way Georgia and Michigan being undefeated fall out of that. Um, USC almost assuredly has to win. They play Utah in the Pac-12 championship game. I think a loss, and they're probably in trouble and don't have to deal with it. TCU is the interesting one. If they could get by without a with a loss um, in their game, they play Kansas State. Um, they got a little fortunate that Kansas State moved into the top ten, so it helps their loss situation if they do lose. If uh, SC loses, most likely Ohio State would jump in as the four. Not um, Bama. I mean, Bama's six. Ohio State's in front. Bama has an extra loss. I, I'm so worried about Bama getting in it. How? I'm worried. I think it would take TCU and SC losing and then Bama jumping all those teams. That's what, that's what I worry about. It would take Utah and Kansas State to win a game. Neither one of those are big upsets. And it would take the College Football Playoff Committee keeping Alabama ahead of Tennessee. They do that because Hooker's not playing. I think so. Yeah, screw the Rose Bowl. Just go to 12 teams. Yeah, because the Athletic is saying if TCU and SC loses, they think it's Georgia 1, Michigan 2, Ohio State 3, and then TCU or Alabama 4, depending on the margin of the TCU loss. So now you're terrified about Utah and Kansas State winning football games on Saturday. Because, frankly, I, I think Kansas State's beating TCU. And I won't be at all surprised if Utah beats USC again. Would you? Neither one of those games are surprises. Utah's perfectly capable of beating USC. Kansas State's very capable of beating TCU. And so they pay the price for playing a championship game. Yes. That is correct. If the Big 12 still didn't have a game, it'd be over. And the Big 12 was pretty good this year. They went 12-0 and in a pretty good league. That was a good league. I mean, it wasn't, it's not the SEC, but... Probably not even the Pac-12, but it was good. It was good. It was probably better than the Pac-12. You think so? Yeah. I mean, they were good teams. I mean, Baylor was a solid team. Texas, a lot of teams Texas ended up being a good team. So if you want... If you just want the best teams to win and to get in, you don't want any of this... Alabama kerfuffle possibility. Just root for SC and 
really SC. SC can kill it. Where yeah, it's, I don't want Alabama in it. I don't want to have to deal with that. Where Alabama pulls off a semifinal upset and we're back doing this again. I would rather TCU get in with one loss. I would too. And let them stay. Sure. But the committee won't. You don't think so? I don't. They're about money. It's weird. Look, I don't. Do I think TCU is one of the best four teams in the country? No, I don't. But I do understand their frustration on every time they win a game late. Everybody goes, well, but, you know, they whatever. It's like they won. I mean, we're not, we don't do that to the Blue Bloods. We if they to, win, they pull it off. We don't do that to Alabama. Yeah. Alabama barely beat Texas A&M. It barely beat Texas. Ole Miss. Hell, it barely beat Ole them. Miss. I yeah. mean, Ole Miss, if they convert that one play right there, they win the game. I mean, I realize it was fourth and 15 from the but 20, but still. It's a play. Ball went into the end zone. Yeah, ball's in the air, and if it gets caught by someone wearing a powder blue, powder blue jersey, we don't do that to them. Look, if a 10-2 and two SEC team's going in, it's got to be Tennessee. They beat Alabama. They did. They beat them. It's got to be them. Otherwise, the whole thing is even more of a scam than I think it is. You don't care that Hooker's out? That shouldn't factor in. Why is that? Why is that a factor? Because you're. I mean, I th- I think I disagree. I think you're predicting how good a team is at the moment. If you lose your best player, you're no longer that team. I'm picking the four best teams. You're not the best team if you don't have your starting quarterback. Yeah, I guess if I'm. But if I'm picking four best teams, Alabama's not one of them. Well, there's, no, that's that's, no, that's, a, that's a different. And frankly, after watching what Ohio State, the way they lost to Michigan, I don't want them either. I mean, they got smoked. They did. At home. If it goes scratch, you're TCU, Michigan, Georgia, USC for your semis. Yeah. TCU, Michigan, Georgia, SC. Georgia, SC be a good game. Yeah, that's your that's your semis if it goes scratch. I mean – It's not super sexy, but whatever. It's not. It's not. No, it's it, it's not. They just blow such an opportunity to have the four quarterfinal games on New Year's Day. Put, put all the other bowl games in the days building up to that where you can hype it and hype it and hype it and then have your big day. Then have two quarters, two semis and the final. We'll wrap there. Um, back tomorrow with another edition of the show. We had a couple different things tomorrow. I still I wanted to mention Trent Dilfer uh, at UAB. We didn't get into that. I want to talk about that and kind of what that potentially means for college football when you're seeing more of that kind of stuff moving forward. Uh, so we'll do that. Whatever else happens today throughout the day, Ole Miss Men's Basketball is not back until Saturday against Memphis. That's at FedEx Forum on Saturday night for, uh, for that one. So appreciate everybody in the stream. Check rebelgrub.com in the meantime, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.